Welcome back to the Gold Factor Podcast, your guide and gateway to a life of purpose and fulfillment. I'm your host, Bernadette Gold, transformation and high performance coach, here to lead you through another chapter of my audiobook, The Crooked Path to a Charm Life, a clairvoyant medium's journey to embracing her spiritual gifts. Now, remember, each episode of season one is a new chapter in the book as we traverse the realms of the seen and the unseen. So let's dive in and continue our adventure together. It's time to think bigger, feel deeply, and act boldly. Chapter 25, Fulfilling My Promise to Teach. As technology has evolved, teaching and helping others has become easier. In 2001, I channeled my book, 30 Days to a Charm Life. It's a workbook I provided to clients that wanted to learn about manifesting. Because I was busy with a house, divorce, and raising kids, I didn't pursue publishing it. Within a couple of years, many Law of Attraction books had become popular. I was angry at myself for not publishing it, yet I had a feeling there was something I wasn't aware of that would be revealed about the information in the book. 2014, the online coaching industry took off with a slew of new technology platforms that allowed online group classes. For a few years, clients who had read Charm Life asked for a workshop, a course to help them do the exercises outlined in the book. With the new technology, Charm Life Online began. I taught 17 hours worth of material in a live classroom that met twice a week. Students who participated were making massive breakthroughs in their belief systems. In Charm Life, the work is very deep, blending brain reprogramming, healing, and spiritual practice in a practical format. Relationships, money, and health issues were improving for each of the students. As the class continued, with the element of live weekly coaching, miracles kept unfolding. Taming the ego and healing the past are the most potent results of the work in charm life. It's the process spirit took me through for years to heal my past. As issues are healed, many of the students' intuitive gifts became stronger as their self-worth improved. The exercises can be challenging when you do them alone, but within a group experience, the dynamic allows for support in that process. I love teaching Charm Life, and it keeps me growing and evolving right along with the class. Depending on our age, we have layers upon layers of old beliefs, unconscious programs, and fear. Doing the focus work to become consciously aware of the layers allows you to heal and reveal more of your authentic self. The more authentic and genuine you become, the easier it is to live a magical, charmed life connected to God, the universe, source energy. One of the most important things I've learned throughout my journey as an empath and sensitive is that to live a peaceful, connected life, you have to rise above the ego, fear, and material concerns. I've carefully chosen the stories shared in this book Rather than boring you with more of my personal experiences, 
I want to share some lessons I've learned on my path of awakening. On the following pages, I want to share some of the most common experiences my clients have had when going through spiritual awakening. After going through various awakening experiences, I now understand that what I experienced was a dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul refers to a temporary crisis that affects someone at a deep existential level on a journey to discovering union and a relationship to God within you. Living a very ego-centered life, there comes the point in our spiritual journey that we must learn to shift our perceptions. So instead of living from ego, we strive to live a heart-centered, soul-based life. Many people discover or begin spiritual studies after experiencing a dark night of the soul. It brings about change and transformation at a deep experiential level. Triggered by external events, like the early death of a loved one, divorce, sudden job loss, medical crisis. A dark night of the soul leaves you feeling lonely in an uncertain world. Your sense of reality and meaning is shattered, leaving you confused and feeling hopeless. It's a period that stirs deep reflection and questioning of everything you believe to be real and valuable. Dark Night of the Soul signals the death of the first layer of the ego. From this place, your perception and understanding of the connectedness of all things begin to form. Imagine you have a big, beautiful mother tree. Every year, the mother tree drops her acorns, and the acorns are planted in fresh soil, becoming new trees. While the acorns are attached to the mother tree, you can easily see that it's a seed attached to the mother tree, including the branches and the leaves. If the leaves were to fall, wouldn't the tree still be the tree and the fallen leaves a part of that tree? Yes. When the acorn falls, is it still part of the tree? Yes. Is it still part of the mother tree when a freshly planted acorn blooms into a new tree. Yes. It may have its own structure, leaves, and branches now, but it's never separate from the mother tree. It came from that original tree. And while different in its uniqueness, it is still part of the mother. Just as you could take an acorn from a tree in the front yard, plant it in your backyard, And now you have two trees. Yet, it's always going to be a part of the original mother tree. You and I will always be a part of God, the original energy from which we came. We were birthed from the seed of source energy, the same energy that pumps our hearts and gives us breath. Life force energy can't be seen with the human eye, yet... Science has proven it is real. When you're angry, you can't physically see the energy coming off your body or out of your mouth. However, if you were to take a device capable of measuring electrical changes in the particles of the room, 
where you expelled your anger, you would see it. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You may not be able to see spirit. You may not be able to see source energy, God, creator. But you are a part of it. And it is in you. You can call it whatever you want. It is the one energy from which everything emerges. The Tao calls it the mother of 10,000 things, the nameless. When you experience an awakening and realize that you're so much more than human, so much more than your physical body, a cascade of light releases and your understanding is expanded. Once your knowledge expands, everything you gave meaning to in the past is gone, and your present reality shatters. So whatever triggers an awakening for you will impart an existential understanding that you, spirit, are made from source energy. Awakening can happen when you realize that you're not your material things, job title, or role in the family. This awakening is your true self, saying, I'm not my ego, my body, and I'm not my looks, or what's in my bank account. I'm not any of the things I've used to identify myself. One of the biggest hurdles to overcome in our thinking is, you aren't your story, experiences you've had, and certainly not the judgments from others. You're not even the labels the mental health professionals have given you. You are so much more than your past and your cumulative experiences, no matter your age. If you haven't had an awakening and you're just now starting to dip your toes in the water, don't stop there. There's so much more for you to become. When things no longer hold the same meaning as before, your ego is put in check because of its attachment to all those things. People often mistake the dark night of the soul for depression for a good reason. You are suddenly in unfamiliar territory, stripped of identity, of all the things that you thought you knew. It brings a new awareness, and while it's super exciting, it's uncomfortable because you haven't been living that way. Once everything you gave meaning to no longer has any purpose, the ego begins fighting you tooth and nail, attempting to return to what is known. Experiencing a dark night of the soul can present all the mental and physical symptoms of depression and anxiety. During a dark night of the soul, I found myself asking, now what, as I entered a void? Spirit explained the void as a phase we can get stuck in, unaware it's a space to create anew. It can be highly uncomfortable energy. Some people will get stuck there for months or even years. It is challenging because you don't know where to put meaning. And while it's only the beginning stages of awakening, you have no past reference to navigate it. You're in what feels like unfamiliar territory of an unknown emotional, mental, and spiritual plane. It will affect you physically 
if you don't continue moving forward on your journey. Sensitives and empaths can get stuck in the dark night of the soul when they realize much of their reactions were not their own, but were caused by other people's emotions, environmental energy, and ego. First, they get stuck thinking that being an empath and being so sensitive is a curse. Then, the ego grabs onto the label of empath and crafts a story or an understanding that leads to acceptance of the curse. Without the education, wisdom, and tools to unplug from outside energies, being empathic can feel like a curse. When you experience the void, everything you thought you knew is removed. Everything your ego is attached to, including your story, identity, values, and the things you've been chasing after for years, lose all meaning and validity. There's a blank space, and for a lot of people, it's a scary space. Yet, it represents the potential death of the ego. Our egos are very attached to stories, labels, roles, medical diagnoses, and everything in the physical, third-dimensional world. As you work on releasing the many ego attachments, the ego will grasp even tighter to maintain control and keep you safe. Because of those attachments, you may experience resistance, fear, and confusion as you force behavioral changes. It is a mistake to judge the dark night of the soul as bad or negative. On the contrary, it's a beautiful thing. There is no shame or condemnation, no matter how long you get stuck in it. Instead, view the void as a place of birthing something new. Letting go of something old and creating something new is accompanied by a pause. Like the breath, when you inhale deeply, just before exhaling, there is a space. That space between the breath is a powerful place of creation the void. Many have asked how long a dark night of the soul can last. The simple answer is until you move forward, embracing the unknown. People get stuck when they're attached to things having meaning rather than simply experiencing things as they are, without meaning. So how do you get unstuck? By releasing all of your attachments to things, labels, old stories, and forgiving anyone you're holding responsible for past hurts. As humans, it's normal to be attached to stories about our childhoods. But when you realize that your parents didn't know much and did the best they could with what they knew, you will be free from the tendency to blame. Forgive them and liberate yourself. We live in a time where technology allows us to grow faster, learn and experience more, to expand our understanding far beyond any time in recorded history. It is possible that your parents didn't know much. It is equally likely, if not probable, that there were just products of their environment. If you're going to hold things against them for their lack of knowledge and wisdom, 
Who are you holding captive? Them or you? We are often attached to our past accomplishments, stories, and understanding of what happened to us when we experienced abuse or trauma, were cheated on, lied to, hurt, or betrayed. Those stories carry emotional energy that gets locked in our bodies, cells, and our minds. Your ego or wounded inner child can heal and experience relief when you release the emotional energy tied to those old events, good or bad. Next, you need to nurture your inner child and allow it to grow. Then as you heal the wounded inner child from the past, you will naturally move beyond confusion, depression, anxiety, and fear into a state of peace. The dark night of the soul can last a night, a month, or years. Unfortunately, some people get stuck there and never come out. I've known people who have become so frightened and confused they just shut the door on all things spiritual. They chose not to move forward to grow in understanding and wisdom, refusing to face their shadows. It's unfortunate because that is just the beginning. It's simply the starting point. Our goal is not to merely awaken, but to evolve toward enlightenment. The spiritual path is more than understanding concepts. We are to experience and live these truths to create change in the world by creating peace within ourselves. Out of suffering have emerged the strongest souls, the most massive characters are seared with scars. Khalil Gibran. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Gold Factor Podcast. Want some free resources? Well, join my Facebook community, a group of heart-centered, ambitious individuals just like you. Just go and visit the link in the description, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups, the gold factor. And remember, if you're enjoying the book so far, follow the podcast, leave a review. I really appreciate it as we're launching and growing the podcast and share it on social media. All right. I'll see you in the next episode. Have a great day. Be blessed and be a blessing.